Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amari Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to Radio Row, where every so often uh, we get a guest that we don't have to introduce, man, and we have one right now. Kurt Warner joining us on the program. Kurt, welcome, my man. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You're a regular topic of conversation on our, sh- on our show, because obviously I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. You and I have a history together covering uh, the Rams at the time, and then they left St. Louis. And then I always say, that's when I stopped loving the NFL. I stopped that day. Uh, but you are the quintessential St. Louis Ram, right? You are the guy that is identified as what that franchise was for 20 years. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and it's still such a big part of, of my career. Uh, I still visit back there. I love the people. I love my time there. Yeah. It, was a, it was, you know, those three, you know, main years when I was there, it was definitely a football town, and they were all behind it. And uh, I couldn't imagine being in, in a better place then St. Louis, you know, I'm bummed for, for all the fans there that, that they don't have a team, uh, an NFL team anyways. Um, you know, so that's a bummer, but, uh, but great times, great memories there. Legendary career, enough so to go Hollywood with it, man. How, <laughs> what's it feel like having a movie made about uh, yourself? You know, I mean, it's obviously surreal. I mean, you know, you don't grow up thinking, hey, somebody's going to make a movie about me. Right. Um, but it's been a, a cool process is that, you know, they, they don't make movies about everybody. And, you know, for a long time, I didn't want the story that I had. I didn't want the journey that I had. Uh, but then it's because of that story and that journey uh, that I think a lot of people have been impacted. And, and my story has resonated with a lot of people. And so uh, to have your, your story on the big screen is, uh, is pretty humbling. Uh, but it's been cool to hear people all across the world that have watched the movie and been touched by the movie in one way or another. Speaking of impact, uh, you and Brenda. How's Brenda? Brenda doing well? Brenda's she's a little sick right now. Okay. But, but overall, yeah. she's doing great. Our last two are seniors in high school. Stop. So we are almost empty nesters. So she is, she is pumped about that. Yeah. So See, for all the years uh, we were in the same city together, uh, coat drives and food drives and yep. all the effort. Uh, I know you guys have not taken a second to slow any of that down. What's going on in your foundation world? What's going on on your side? Um, yeah, so we continue to do that. We still yeah. do the, the, the coat drive in St. Louis yeah. every single year. The people continue to show up. So we've got a number of those programs uh, that we're doing. Also, we started a, a program called Treasure House, okay. which is a community living facility for young adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. I know you remember my son, Zach, yep. suffered a traumatic brain injury when he was four months old. And so that is where he lives now. And we're trying to create oh, dreams for families like ours and young mm-hmm. men and women like Zach to be able to dream bigger and have a community. And so that's kind of our latest passion. We've got one in Arizona, and our hope is to build them around the country as we continue to move forward. And so uh, those are the things that are going on in that neck of the woods. But, yes, always something that we want to continue to give back. Before I went into sports entertainment, I was a social worker for over 10 years. So your cause with the Treasure House is something very near and dear to me. And I'd love for you to plug how Friends of the Show can help the Treasure House. Actually, just go treasurehouse.org. It's, it's that easy. And find out what we're doing. We have a number of different programs that we do every year. Come out and join us for one of those celebrations, uh, one of those fundraisers. Make a donation. Find out what we're all about. Share the word because that's, you know, that's another thing. When you're, when you're starting a new foundation, it's about spreading the word on what you're doing. And uh, we've got a number of communities around the country that say, hey, we want to be the home for the next one. And that 
that's really what we're looking for is we're looking for like-minded people want to join hands with us and help us to impact, you know, that, uh, that, that group of our community that I think is oftentimes forgotten. Your time in the Arena League, your time in the NFL, your time in St. Louis, your time in Phoenix, your time in New York, and all the adaptation you had to make, and you're adapting – Las Vegas and the Super Bowl into a fun game, aren't you? We are. I don't know if you guys grew up playing bingo. I grew up playing bingo. I would go to the church with mom every dad's Wednesday. Dad's club. We'd go to the dad's club. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, exactly. And there was nothing better. My mom would buy the cards, and then everything that I won, I got to keep. And yeah. So that was my spending money. But there was nothing better than hitting that last, uh, you know, that last number and raising the bingo card and bingo in front of everybody. And so Super Bowl to me is so much about those bingo moments. Yeah. You know, Super Bowl 34. Uh, 73 uh, yards. Exactly. Down I had the right that, field side. That that bingo numbers. moment. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've helped some other guys in Super Bowls have their bingo Stop. moment. But, uh, you know, but that to me is what the Super Bowl is all about. Who's going to have that iconic moment yeah. in the Super Bowl? You mentioned it. We're here in Vegas. So, bingo, uh, the gambling aspect seems to play in. So, what I'm doing is I'm here with Bingo Blitz. So, it's a free bingo app. Okay. Download the app. Sign up for an account. Hey, Murray's getting it All, right now. There you go. All free. <laughs> and then here's what we're going to do. If one of these defenses sets a Super Bowl record with eight sacks, so if they blitz their way, right, bingo blitz, if they blitz yep. their way to eight sacks in a Super Bowl so record. sacks. Then, I know so it is. Then, uh, you know, one account holder at home will win $1 million, and they'll have their bingo moment, raise that card, and win a $1 million. But you say it's a lot of sacks. Seven sacks has happened four times in the Super Bowl. Eight sacks has happened five times this year alone. So we've got two really good defenses, but you're right. You know, it's it's out there. Somebody's going to have to have a big moment, but – uh, that's what we're doing. We're just kind of tying it around Vegas. We're tying it around the Super Bowl bingo moments, and we're hoping somebody has their moment at home. Can you imagine the end of the game, and, and Brock Purdy needs to take a knee to win the whole thing, and then Chris Jones reaches across and just touches just him touch right him. Can you <laughs> imagine being the person at home going, that got me a million bucks, a million bucks. Kurt Warner, Let's do it. Kurt Warner joining us on the program, talking the NFL and bingo blitz, big game sweep. Sweepstakes as it surrounds the game. Fred, you mentioned Brock Purdy, and yeah. a lot of people are making comps with Brock Purdy. With your story, Ooh, yes. number one, yes. do you have uh, a rooting interest in Brock because of the similar situations? And number two, are you jealous that he got drafted one spot higher than you? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I always have a rooting interest, not necessarily in one guy, but in all the guys. I mean, I've got to know Patrick, yeah. and Patrick's awesome. Sure. And so – you know, I have no problem with Patrick going out and playing great and setting himself up to be the best to ever play. But, yeah, would I love Brock to have his bingo moment? Would I love him to, to be in this moment after being Mr. Irrelevant and everybody saying what they did for him to go play a great game and win the Super Bowl, maybe win the MVP? Heck, yeah, I would because I recognize that. You, know, you mentioned my movie earlier. Yeah. One of the coolest things is that you see people have success coming from different places, different journeys, looking different ways. Um, and that's why I think so many people resonated with my story because not everybody is the number one draft pick and has the Hall of Fame per career. Sure. Some people, for whatever reason or whatever you know, deficiencies we may have, are looked down or, or picked later. Um, and so I always cheer for those guys. I always cheer for the underdogs because they give hope to other people that, hey, I don't have to, you know, run a 4-3 like Lamar Jackson. I don't have to be six foot five like Josh Allen and, and the greatest athlete on the field. I can be successful as me, figuring out what I do well. And so I, I would love to see Brock have a great game and, and, and win the Super Bowl. Um, but 
you know, I'm going to stay neutral, and uh, yeah. I'm going to hope. I'm going to hope a lot of guys have their bingo moment, and we have a great football game uh, when it's all said and done. Thank you so much for your time today, Kurt. Thank you for our continued relationship over the years. Thank you for sitting down with us again. I think we mentioned it the last time we sat down. I think it was the day before you got into the Hall of Fame in 2017, and we, and we had a lot of fun laughing, and a lot of your teammates are in there with you. There you go. Uh, Kyle Turley said to say hi. Oh, all right. So Tell Kyle I said hi. So we talk about a bingo moment. That was a pretty good one. I yeah. had to wait a few years, but uh, I remember we were down in, in Houston, and I uh, got put in the Hall of Fame, and we were trying to go out to dinner afterwards, and we couldn't find any place open, so we ended up having Burger King. We had a drive through Burger King meal so as sweet. my Hall of Fame celebratory meal. But, it's a whopper uh, of a party. There you go. Great, great <laughs> memories, great memories with you over the years, so appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you, brother. Whenever we get back, more from Radio Row. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.